back to Bible. It's been a while. Duh. This uh, week we're going over our top favorite, five top favorite uh, maps, worlds, locations, and we just places. We interpreted that however we wanted. Yeah. So um, I got all my bases covered. Yeah. They belong to you. Uh, but I'm Ben, joined by Anthony. Almost said Kevin, but he's gone. He's, he's gone. I can serve it's, us it's, both. It's weird. Like even, like you can tell that he's Here, gone. When do you want me to hit my Audio. mic? <laughs> yeah. When would you like? You let me get know it, when to hit it, my get, mic. Get yourself a white claw. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and Andrew. Yeah, that's me. Uh, what have we been playing these last couple of weeks, Anthony? Who's a me? Uh, have I talked about Starfield yet? No. Oh, okay. The only uh, person that talked about Starfield was Ben. Has been. So yeah. I, I started up Starfield. Um, I'm, I thoroughly enjoyed it, but as it uh, currently stands, I am not in a mental place with school and work and everything yeah. to play a game like Starfield, which requires that immersion. I'm mm-hmm. very excited to play it when I'm able to dive deep. Like it's a it's a thing that requires yeah like all attention all hands on deck because there's a lot of systems in place it's mm-hmm. a world that you can live in and everyone gets to tell their own story in it and I'm, I'm i was thoroughly impressed i got to the point where i got to the first major city that you get to right things happen new atlantis is that what it's called yeah. i don't know sure whatever whatever like the, you the main say. hub city i i mean i can vouch for the main hub city i just yes yeah, yeah. probably yeah, yeah i got there and i went oh and then i looked at the shipbuilder and i went ah um i have very touch that very very overwhelming um but again it just goes to the style of game that it kind of requires you to mm-hmm. pay attention and do a lot of stuff it's not one that i mean i'm not just not to say no one can just like you know pick it up and play for 30 minutes but it is a game that i think is would behoove you that if you're gonna sit down and play it you sit down and like you can lose yeah. hours in it easily right yeah. <laughs> um so i kind of put that one to the side and uh dove into there's two games other games i played one is sea of stars mm-hmm. um which i am uh really enjoying i don't think it's like groundbreaking in anything that it does yeah um it's very good right mm-hmm. and it does some fun things with its combat mm-hmm. as far as like you know super mario rpg style of like having you like as opposed the to the interactive normal, combat yeah where, right instead of yeah. a turn base you hit a button hey you do this and you watch a thing happen and this you're like even you're it, it, it's a good balance between like active combat and turn-based mm-hmm. combat where you choose what you're doing but then there are inputs involved with it so you're constantly having to pay attention but at the same time there's still a laid back mm-hmm. turn-based grpg feel to it and how you do things um it also has a um interesting story the music is i think the music is really good there's mm-hmm. an area isn't um, it by the, uh, the he only some did, of them. he only did some, some of them yeah so okay. there's this location that you go to that is mechanical based and the it built into the music itself is like um gear sounds mm. and like you hear it in the background so it's just really like just small touches to the the ambiance if you will of where mm. you're at i think that they do a good job of matching those things up and then also your reoccurring music like the battle theme gets slightly changed depending on where you are which i think is a cool touch or the you know the 
saving music or the resting music like it isn't it's enjoyable and catchy and quick so Mm -hmm. it's not annoying right and it can almost like it sticks with you so like it has a lot of really great things about it but it's not like like chrono trigger it's a very stuck with me it's a very like by the books jrpg yeah i think people should play it if they like those style of games but like it's just one of those like you know any game can be anyone's favorite game, but it's just one of those ones where, like, when you play Chrono Trigger, Final Fantasy Four, Six, Seven, whatever, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. like those games. When you when you finish them, you can definitely come out of them being like, "Oh, this is this is going to be someone's favorite game of yeah. all time." Yeah, and it's like when you play Sea of Stars, it's like I don't know if anyone's going to say this is their favorite game of all time, but I think plenty of people will really enjoy it. You know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. right? So. <laughs> There's a dog. We got attacked by oh, yeah. a dog, yeah, a vicious dog. Uh, dogs are great too. Uh, I also like the its lore within the world. What obviously it's like connected to the messenger, which yeah. I didn't play, but I played the very beginning of the messenger. So there's mm-hmm. some. I know it plays with time and universes, and that becomes a part of the How sea of stars. Far do you think you are? I would say I'm probably. Well, if you look up on how long to beat, it says about 30 hours. I'm at 18, so I would assume I have 50 to 60 The game drastically changed at all. Has the game drastically changed? No, but I'm probably about to get there. I am reaching well, I, a... I don't know, but they they did it with... That was the, the messenger. messenger. Is, so I wondered, oh, I was wondering if they do that. From the, I'm, at a, I'm at a story beat yeah. where they may inter- like the game could possibly change i, am, I, I haven't I am heard anything a, about any later stuff so i don't know i would i would say i'm i'm coming to that halfway big major point hmm. where uh a bit you're about to fight a, a very very important boss and thing you know things could happen but you know there's still a lot of meat on the bones not only because how long to beat says it's about 30 hours and i'm at 18 but in the game itself like prophecy is a big part of the story it also has like multiple timelines and universes. Okay, that's, so that's what I was wondering. Yeah, it dealt, well, that's yeah, that's it, Messenger well, dealt with the universes, but in a very intriguing I've, way. I've heard that they don't go the levels okay. of the Messenger for the game. Yeah, but like in the Messenger, you like from the very beginning, you know, it has like at least something to do with time travel. Yeah, right. Like there's something involved. With and time, time travel, travel the changes game. the look of the game. Oh, okay, yeah. well, and how it plays. Yeah, yeah. So in this, like. There are abilities you get that allow you to change the world, um, but it's one like of those the things. the weather. Or not the we- the time of day. Yeah, time yeah, of day. Yeah. And then that allows different yeah. interactions between things, and it, it adds to the puzzle system and, um, and different things like that. But also in the game, not only from the menu, but also there's a prophecy you're given where it essentially says, hey, you still have one more party member to recruit. And then if you look at the mm. menu it itself, there's space for six characters, right? And I have five of the six. Okay. So it's like, I mean, you kind of already know. So like I have five of the six characters. I'm at 18 and 30, 30 hours, hours right? Nice I think it's perfect for this game. For an I'm very, I think it does a good job of like every 10 hours having its own crescendo mm-hmm. um, and then build back up to your next story, right? Like, so the first part is, big thing happens now you need to get uh, a mode of transportation so you do this wild thing that happens now you get your mode of transportation which opens up the world map and then you go oh crap 
this needs to happen and I'm about to finish that arc. And then it goes to, okay, now that you've taken care of this guy, now you need to fight the big bad guy. But how do we get there, right? Um, so I'm, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. I think people absolutely should play it, especially because it's Game Pass and mm-hmm. PlayStation Plus, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think the game is absolutely well worth the play. Um, but again, I, I just don't like... It's like an eight. Yeah, I think yeah. that's a really good way to put it. It's I, I think... And the other thing too is like, I think it's a safe game, yeah. right? If you like jrpgs or turn-based games like this like i feel very confident recommending to those people right like that that's it's one of those styles of games so i really like that the other game that came out that i've been uh uh, very excited for is mortal kombat 1 which i played that's right i forgot Um, yeah it did (laughs) come out um uh let's you know everyone's biggest question i'll go ahead and answer that megan fox is awful as a voice actress <laughs> i don't think that like, was a question just, she's like it's really yeah, bad i've seen it's i've seen really the... bad um so it's like all right whatever if that gets people to buy the game other than like that one um i know some casuals will right like there's yeah, this there's whole thing people, going on do you, so you think people I, I've, are I've been seeing i've been seeing absolutely i've been I, seeing twitter people where they're like she was just directed bad and i'm just like you think she's a good actor I, I think i think absolutely and i'll tell you why so currently in the nfl right now yeah there's a big thing going on in no, that, that one of the most that one, pop that one i understand but, but that's but that's but what i'm saying taylor swift to megan fox doesn't, is a, but is what i mean is astronomical. i understand but there is a sect of people that okay. like okay. megan fox that they don't care it. about mortal Kombat. they just be like i like megan fox she's hot or she's this or she's that i guess i'm gonna buy the game just, just i guess i just just for that i guess i just don't think her people star literally power is that high, people but. are literally dropping 110 dollars on a nfl player's jersey just because I'm, he's possibly oh. dating their favorite music artist so you which, don't think which, people wouldn't buy mortal Kombat? it's not for it's, 70 dollars just to see megan it's fox not and, and it's i'm saying that i like Megan I Fox, Megan Fox's her, her, star power is anywhere near. Correct, is like I understand. But that. but what I mean is is that like Travis Kelsey's jersey sales went up four hundred percent. No, so, no, no. So but, if but Mortal Kombat thing, one sells is, but the thing a is thousand like, extra copies because Megan Fox is. But the in thing it, is, I don't like, think that's I, crazy to I, think about, right? I understand that one. Uh huh. I don't understand people yeah, well, buying you know, Megan Fox. Like that's not even saying that. Like, like I if like they, Taylor if they, Swift. If they, I just understand if they had Taylor Swift her, playing that role, I correct. could understand. I would say like that would be because she's a bigger that would star be power. Get, yes. If you're trying to like massively sell something, but what I mean it's is like, like I'm thinking like five copies. It, it's like them. It's like them <laughs> casting. It it's I like think, them casting Tom Holland as Nathan Drake. It was purely because of star power, not yeah, because yeah, of his yeah. abilities. Because he was not Nathan Drake. Or at all. Just, just because a... she's not like a predominant main character, and so it's just like whereas Ronda Rousey is, you know, Sonya kind of makes is a, sense. Is a little bit more like, oh, she's going to be featured more in it. Whereas when they're like, oh, she's this character, uh, like Mutara. even me who has a good knowledge, but like. Is she was in the new Mortal Kombat movie. What are you talking about? She is a fan favorite. You mean that? Yes, I understand. But the character Natara <laughs> is a fan favorite. So bringing She's her back and yeah, she gets split in half by Kung Lao's hat. I don't even remember. It, it was She's that, the it was love that. interest of uh, Shang Tsung. In the I don't. Movie. Even, I don't even remember. Like that. he's he's distraught at her death. It, when when they did I, that, that I little, remember little you battle being mad at movie. Was she flying around? What I remember, huh? Was she flying around? Yeah, she's a vampire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she was okay. flying around. 
And he sp- <sighs> he throws the spinning hat at her. He, he throws the kung lao okay, hat and then rides her down. and splits her in half. Yeah. And then okay, Shang Tsung okay, okay, sucks okay. his It was the, the only tournament-like battle that happened in the movie? Correct. Yeah. Um, no, so... I like I really enjoy the game. I think it's more difficult than MK11 okay. because it adds in this cameo system mm-hmm. where essentially if you hit the the uh, R1 or right bumper um, for your controller, which you should be using right bumper because the Xbox controller is better for fighting yeah. games than the PlayStation one, or you just get a fighting stick. But anyways, so you hit uh, what doesn't have right bumper? What doesn't have right bumper? I don't know. You were, you made it sound like a controller. Like if, if you're going right to use a controller, R, it's called R1. Oh, no. okay. yeah. Xbox controller, it's right bumper. It's RB. Well, I just always think the PlayStation is the same thing. Oh, I understand. So, but I, but so I, I was meant, like, are you? I mean, uh, if I just say, if I just say, controller? It's like if I say, say right say bumper y or triangle. Yeah, but exactly. You shouldn't if be I say triangle, oh, okay. you shouldn't be using the PlayStation. Correct. Control. If I say right bumper, maybe people are thinking right trigger or something. I don't. I just whatever. I don't know. People who don't know Xbox controllers. Anyways, yeah. What do they, what do they know about that? <laughs> um, but it 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 allows you to build in combos right it's almost like a fifth button but it's also a meter you have to hold on to but the timing of it is interesting because sometimes at the same time you have to press a direction and hit right bumper sometimes you can hold it other times you have to be in a a certain position and it really is required now to build long combos right whereas before it was essentially when you uh supercharge one of your special moves all it was is hitting the right trigger at the same time as you're finishing a special move and you use a meter and it supercharges it and that's really how you get to those you know 10 15 uh, you know number hits whereas in this one you not only do you still have to do that but you now have to also time the right bumper one and it's just this added it looks really cool and it's interesting and it makes the um, combo system deeper mm-hmm. and more available now there isn't you know here are the four long combos you have to memorize for this character. Now it's like there are a lot that you can do, but it does make the game more difficult to the point that when I finish the tutorial, like my hands like legitimately hurt, like <laughs> trying to, because you're trying to do, do all those these different... weird things of how you're you're hitting these triggers and um, doing do different things with the D-pad and everything like that. So um, I appreciate that there's more there, but at the same time, make it more difficult does make it harder for people to get into. Which they teased with the DLC for 11. What do you mean? Because in the DLC, the at least the story, yeah, they had cameo fighters. Like when you were playing, when I played as uh, Sindel, I could have Shao Kong come in. And like I just, it was like oh left. yeah, the tag yes, yeah, the tag yeah. team thing yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Um, they, like they teased the cameo gotcha, fire system gotcha. with that. Yeah. Um, which speaking of MK11 to MK1 is, I'm I'm torn because I like MK1. I think it's good. If you like Mortal Kombat, you absolutely should play it. Especially if you're a fan, there's so much fan service in it as well. Um, but it really like. I know it's sometimes lazy to go back to this. It really feels like episode seven of Star Wars in that there are things in it that I don't enjoy and it truly isn't resetting. Like when you watch, when they were doing all the things for episode seven, everyone's like, oh, a brand new Star Wars story. Mm. There's all this stuff. And it's really just episode four retold with different characters. MK1 has this, the universe is reset. We're in this new thing. And it's like, mm, 
are we? Because yeah, we're kind of not. <laughs> the the uh, events of MK11 are very important to MK1 yeah. to the point that it really almost feels like, and because the story mode is only about six or seven hours long, which is fine in a fighting game. I'm perfectly okay with that. Um, it feels more like a DLC than necessarily Interesting. A, the need for a brand new, new game. game. Yeah. Like, for example, the DLC for MK11 was like two and a half hours, yeah, something like that. It's around there. Right? Yeah. So this is just twice as much content, and it really does feel like, you know, MK11.5, mm. right? You know what I'm saying? So With a new fighting system. Um, with that new, well, the new yeah. thing is the cameo thing. Yeah. It's like, all right, cool, I, I get it. And there are moments in the story um, where... So the other thing, too, is like certain DLC characters they have already announced, like Quan Chi mm -hmm. or the pre-order of Shang Tsung. Both those characters are very important to the MK1 story. Um, so like they're there, you just can't play as them. Correct. Right. Okay. And this is, I mean, that's not until, I mean, there were multiple, like in the first Mortal Kombat, you had to fight Shang Tsung or, yeah. or Shao Kahn and you, and you can play as them. Right. So that, that isn't uncommon or Goro or, or what have you. And then eventually they become characters later. Um but it's one of those things where when the game starts, you go, oh, all right, okay, I'm into this. And then it shows a character, and you go, hmm, I'm not sure why you're doing what you're doing. And then things happen, you're like, okay, I get it now. But it's one of those things where it feels like, why did you spend all this time telling us, hey, it's MK1, it's a yeah. brand new universe. It's all these things and it's all this stuff. And it literally to the point that there's a, a moment in the game where a certain character goes, well, I did this thing, you know, for the good of the people. And then literally they retroactively go, well, never mind. That doesn't matter anymore. That thing the character did is now reversed. So, it, you know, why did we spend time with it type <sighs> of a thing, right? Um, so it's, it's interesting. I like some of the new characters, not new characters, but the new designs designs and back stories to characters right like having um uh sub-zero and scorpion be brothers now in that who got the last name what do you mean i mean they have two different names so what so in this game they're in brothers this, in the start of it it's just the lin Kuei, which okay. is sub-zero's original clan so so his and name the, is the older brother Bihan, who was the original Sub-Zero, yeah, yeah. originally before he died and became Noob Saibot, is Sub-Zero in this game. Okay. Whereas uh, Kwai Lang, who is the new Sub-Zero, is Scorpion. Interesting. So, so um, Scorpion's not even... No, uh, what's his name? Ryu or Riot. Hmm. I can't believe I'm forgetting Scorpion's actual yeah. name. <laughs> um, but he's the leader of the, the Shirai Ryu. Mm -hmm. um, they're not a thing in it. Until things happen. Okay. But obviously, I mean, obviously you, you got to get to the yeah, battling yeah, of the yeah. clans. Also now smoke is kind of like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, like in Game of Thrones, it's like the, uh, like not like surf from another clan. So essentially he was a part of a rival like ninja Theon. clan. Yeah. Like Theon. Mm -hmm. He was a part of a rival a ninja clan mm -hmm. that they defeated and they Vassal? took smoke in. Yeah. Like, a, yeah. yeah. Okay. They took smoke in and now smoke is essentially like a you know a, a, a stepbrother to them so i like that interesting story reptile is extremely interesting as a character i think that's awesome they gave him more time and more story beats to develop who he is um i think what they did with johnny cage is a lot of fun and interesting um he's like friends with kenshin in this right 
I mean, him and Kenshi they are... They have a, a, a history together. Yes, him and Kenshi become very involved with each okay. other through the story. Have you played it? I've watched okay, somebody play Okay, you watched played, the story, yeah. Uh, up to, I think... Uh, I think right after he tries to get the sword from... Yes, so that's the... Right, so essentially, I mean, if you've played MK1, if this matters to you. Essentially, Johnny Cage bought the sword that belongs to Kenshi's family. So then Kenshi wants to get it back, and then obviously everyone fights. My favorite part is when that old lady at the beginning gets the crap beat out of her. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and then they think she's dead and everything like that. Really cool. So that's the thing about this one is that the maps are so good. Yeah. The maps in this game are so detailed. They're aw- fighting in Johnny Cage's mansion, awesome. Fighting in the bar of which he's talking about, incredible. Classic maps like fighting at the um, uh, Shaolin Monk Temple, really cool. Fighting in the middle of a forest, like every like, it is a game that is very aware of the eleven previous games and really plays homage mm-hmm. to them through a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. Whether that's through interactions, story beats, where there are literally new twists on things, but enough to where you're like, ah, oh, I see what you did there. Now this character is doing this now instead of being this, right? Um, so it, it is like as a deep, deep Mortal Kombat fan, I enjoyed my entire time with it. Yeah. But as like a person just like trying to pull myself back and be like, well, if I wasn't a massive Mortal Kombat fan and I'm, I'm back into it, like I started playing in MKX, there are things that I like, but then at the same time it goes, well, I just paid MK11, and again, like it feels more like a DLC type of thing. So there's good and bad of it. It's like people who haven't watched Ravels really trying to get into it. Sure, I, I don't think I don't think that's crazy. <laughs> um, it also has so the two things about it. The last things I'll mention about it are uh, the final mission is really cool. Yeah, the final mission is like okay, this is like an almost like. It's it the, it in itself is worth the price of admission, and that it's just like the last ten minutes are just like okay, this is awesome. I'm so that's so cool that you did this and everything. Um, the other thing is is like the episode seven thing where it's a retelling of the original with slightly new story with new characters, which this kind of is. There you're left with a question of like okay where do we go from here, mm-hmm. right? Like what's the next step? Because essentially in this six hour game. In the first two hours, you literally do the first MK tournament. Like oh, in the wow. first that you do the first one, it's over. The person wins, and then the rest of the story has to take. Which nine kind of did the same thing, right? Where they did, they did the tourney, and then they did Shao Kahn right after. Yes. Yeah. Um. So because like nine did the entirety of yeah the Mortal Kombat up until nine over again yeah i just like i really like the tournament idea Mm -hmm. and in this game essentially the tournament is three fights that are back to back to back to back and you're like all right tournament's over and you're like all right and i understand that mortal Kombat has grown beyond the The tournament tournament. yeah but i love the original story right one of my favorite movies of all time is you know the uh, 90s Mortal Kombat yeah. movie. I'll kill you. The <laughs> 90s Mortal Kombat movie, which the whole point of that movie is the, yeah. the tournament. Yeah. Um, so I, which I, and most fighting games really are right. Like, I mean, they all spawn pretty much off of that. But like, Street Fighter still is like it. Its storyline is like a tournament thing. 
and then the dead or alive games have always been like up even up through six like it's always like the dead or alive tournament and yeah out of any fighting game street fighter is probably the weakest in story wise well there's the problem that five just took it out entirely so but I mean, out of all the fighting games, it's yeah. always been the it's weakest because in the it, campaign. It literally is just, but a, it's the most competitive. Yeah, it just because you know the campaign is, you know, go fight this guy at this place and you know advance. And that and that's kind. Of, I think Ed Boon talked about it in that designing the story. He loves doing it. Yeah. But ultimately, it's always about how do we get? Why are these two people fighting? Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and you always have to come to that point, and whatever you're doing in the story is. Yeah. How, why are these two people fighting each other? Yeah. And then in the game, if they everyone has a cameo, right? M- majority, of, I would say like 90% of the story fights have a cameo, right? And they go, okay, why is that person yeah. a cameo there? So there is constant, you do feel like in a game that, like if this was a single player fighting game, right? Where, yeah, you can fight anyone or you can do anything like that. And there's a little more freedom. Whereas in this one, you do feel the shoehornness of it, needing of like, okay, what are we doing to get to Johnny Cage fighting Kenshi? I, what are I we doing to get into Eleven here as to well, get here? Right? Which was like probably my biggest gripe with the game. Gotcha. Was coming from Injustice 2, where they did a phenomenal job of making it seem more natural. Um going into uh, Mortal Kombat 11 where it's just like oh why are we here all of a sudden mm-hmm. like that's kind of where I think it started out strong 11 did and then by the end that felt more and more Th- this... and especially Aftermath I feel like Aftermath um, felt that rush even more yeah well th- this one definitely has a starts really strong yeah a little bit of a lull finishes well right yeah. like and but... I, and I think 11 did the same like that last when you fight yeah the, when you're assaulting the, the yeah, tower yeah, yeah. and like yeah that is really cool that whole mission where you're, you're riding on the boat mm-hmm. that's in a, a, a sea of blood yeah um where with this one that's why i think i like the the first mortal Kombat, the at least from a story point of idea of the tournament because it it's built into the story yeah. it's a tournament obviously the point of the next story is who's fighting who in the tournament mm-hmm. right yeah. it's built into it whereas when you open things up now you have to shoehorn things yeah, into yeah. like, okay why are these two come by because at the end of it right like there's a moment where a certain character is trying to destroy a very important thing and while he's trying to destroy it you're fighting these people and they're supposed to be all powerful and you know you do a roundhouse kick and now they're out for six hours right like it's just weird like <laughs> yeah, there has yeah, yeah. to be a suspension of disbelief yeah. where you're like okay wait a minute why are we you know I was interested when uh, Injustice was first announced how yes. they were going to do stuff like that. Yeah. It's like how, but then they had like a super pill, super pill. Yeah, that makes sense. No, but I really enjoy it. If you're a Mortal Kombat fan, you probably already got it. And if, if it's a person on the fence and you just want to experience the story, I would. I wouldn't think it would kill you to wait. Yeah. Right? Like I don't think this I usually is a wait absolutely they rush. The, the where it's like get the version with all the DLC characters mm-hmm. and yeah. And I'm. Uh, I'll probably wait until expansion. Happens. I am stupidly excited for every dlc character they've announced oh yeah um like quan chi is in it and like so he's obviously one of them but i'm very they got takeda back which he was my favorite of the new which uh, is in mkx right i mean since he's just a dlc character he's not any part of the story because it's like no but as the game ends you understand how he's part of the story right 
Um, also, arguably, All right, because what they did before didn't matter. Uh, uh, and obviously, <laughs> arguably, you would understand why any of characters are now DLC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's one of those things where like, okay, that's why I have the thing of like, where do we go from here? Yeah. Because once the story's over, it, it per- essentially leaves in a point of like, a tournament doesn't matter anymore. Um, these characters are in a certain place. Things are now settled. It almost ends in a way that it makes it feel like it's the end of the story <laughs> of Mortal it, Kombat. Does it feel like we're at the point where like MK10 was of just like, because MK10 ends with you beating Shinnok and it's like, okay, like things have settled. Like there's still the revenants. Yeah, but, but I, like, so there is that, but this one doesn't, I mean, it does leave stuff. a question like, yeah. It does leave an open question, but the question is so open ended. Okay. In that, it's it, that you just go, okay. Wh- yeah, it's where kind do we of, go? It feels like Nether Realm is like, maybe we can do something else. Yeah. Or, well, or leaving it open ended, maybe we could still keep dude, doing this. Hear me out. Mortal Kombat short stories, where they give you specified like stories for each character oh like the towers but but towers but like uh, with a lot more into it where it's like you actually play through that character's story i think after after 11 i think that'd be nice because it's the funny thing when you play a story yeah in that you essentially get each character for anywhere from three to five fights and by the time you finish their story you're just really picking up how to play as them yeah, yeah. you go, all right well you know and, i just and got it's used like to well am i going to play as them again Correct. like because are they you, going to be there were that was like that was my issue with kung lao in mortal kombat 11 where it's like you are literally here to make comments about katana and Liu kang's relationship yeah Sto- story-wise yeah like, that's all that's the other did. problem that you get is so essentially there's a, a moment in the story where the four characters that are interacting are Raiden, uh, Kenshi, Kung Lao, and Johnny Cage. And three of the four are kind of just jackasses. Yeah. Right? And you're just like, all right, well, I get it. Not everyone can be a smart Alec, but all three of them are kind of smart Alec, so. Uh, JVD. Yes. Jean-Claude Van Damme is as a skin for Johnny Cage. I, I, it's really cool. Oh, it's cool. just a skin? It's just a skin, but oh, he did okay. his own voice acting. So when you go into the character and customization skin. and you change it, now whenever he's in-game, he it's JVD talking. I was wondering no. what they were going to do with that. Yeah. Because it's really cool. I think that's really cool. Because the voice cool. was very different in the trailers. Yeah. 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 I was like, that's not JV. Also, the Shang Tsung in this is not Carrie, who is uh, Shang Tsung from yeah, the, the Mortal movie. Kombat movie, yeah. and then they brought back as Shang Tsung for MK11. Um, but he sounds just like him. Has the same mannerisms. Is Sonia? Whole, like, is Sonia? Sonia from the past? Sonia's not in this game. Oh, Sonia, uh, like Sonia. Uh, well, I take that back. Is she a cameo? Sonia <laughs> is in this game. She is a cameo. Yeah. but she says zero words. There is no Sonia voice actress. So, <laughs> I don't understand. They've had one. I don't know why they can't just go yeah. get that. And the next actress. one, uh, the the vampire chick won't have a voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Natara? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> every time they get, it would be better than Every Megan time they Fox, get pushed so. back for every character, then the next yeah. one they're just, just silent. Like, mm, no. It would be better than Megan Fox, so. Yeah. But yeah, that's what I played. Okay. Um, well, I also played Starfield. Uh, played uh, probably about 40 hours of it. Um, did two, I think I've done one main story quest. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh and then Ben was like, I no, keep wanting to talk yeah, to him about it, but yeah, then and he then hasn't Ben's, gotten far enough. And then enough. Ben's like, 
can you do those story quests, please? I'm like, oh, yeah, I should do that. And then I went to go do one and crash my game, and I haven't touched it since. Um, I've, 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 I have other games. Uh, it's not for everyone, man. It no, really no, no. Is. I, I love the game. Like, I, I do plan on going back. Uh, I jumped outside. Like, there's the cities where you, like, go into, and then they kind of, like, load. And, like, I jumped over the wall instead of loading out into the world. And then the, is it the Western place? Yeah, and then my computer it, was like, it was it, like, it was something with your computer because okay. you can. There's you can no, there's that, no right? loading. There's no loading to get out. Yeah, and it's just mm, like it's it just was. A door. It just was like I landed on the other side, and then my computer's like, oh wait, I have to load all these assets right now. And then like it did, and then my game just crashed. Gotcha. Um, and I was like, oh okay. Um, but other than that, like, I love that there's. Uh, I just pick up quests as I'm just walking around. I'm like, cool, I'm going to go do that quest. Uh, I'm a part, and I'm an employee with a mining guild. I'm an employee, like, I have to go do an interview with, like, a mega corporation. It's just, like, I find that fun of just all these different factions or things that you're a part of. Like, you can, there's a ton of religions that you can just do quests for um, that I... You know, in my background, I have a religion set in there. So then, like, I walked into, like, one of the churches and they were just like, oh, hey, these people need help. Can you go do it as a member of the religion? And I was like, oh, yeah, okay. Um, and that was really fun and something that, that like, is embedded into the backstory I chose at mm. the beginning. And then, you know, I'm a diplomat as well. So during, like, conversations, I can throw that in there. I'm talking to people who are like mayors or governors where it's just like I have different avenues of completing quests than people just because of that. I love the persuasion system um, of like I've heard really good things about of uh, instead of just like and you persuaded them like you actually actively have to it feels almost it feels more D&D than Boulder's Gate yeah. because Boulder's Gate has just a persuade. And then you roll the dice, and then and if you beat it, then you yeah. get it. And whereas this is like you have you know, dialogue choices that you have to make, um, and people are saying that they don't coincide, like it is a numbers based thing. But I I don't know how much that is true, because like well, I mean in any video any video game system at it, its core is a numbers uh, is a numbers thing. Right? But there is like dialogue choices that if you it's like from easy to hard kind of thing. But like I've chosen easy where it's like, this doesn't make sense to say in this situation. And I'll say it. And the guy's like, that doesn't make sense. And it's like, okay. And then I'll try the harder choice where I'm like, this does make more sense, even though it says it's harder. And then he's like, yeah, that makes sense. And it's just, it, it, I like, it might be a numbers thing, it, but it they is, do a really is, yeah. good job at making it feel like I made that choice. And you have because like, I, you have like eight ticks yeah, and like the harder ones will get you six ticks, and then the easiest yeah. one will get you one tick. Yeah, and you gotta every time you fail, you lose like three tries or something. Yeah, to persuade. And, them. Yeah, and you're and basically love, trying to reach that. I mm-hmm. love the skills of you know challenges within the skills, and what I like about it is I hold on to skill points because it's like oh I'm working on this, so I'm actually just going to hold on yeah. to the skill points yeah, yeah. instead of me like I feel like I have to spend this to be better, but that really is only with like guns and stuff where you from the the data like or the the minute by minute gameplay of like this will just make your shooting better mm-hmm. um and 
I like work. I like completing challenges to level up skills instead of just. Yeah. I used it. Yeah. Um, I like that system a little bit more. Um, I mean, the worst for me was Fallout's leveling up system, where it was just put skill point in thing and it levels up. Um, whereas this is kind of a middle ground between that and Skyrim. Elder Scrolls, where yeah. it's just. Um, I mean, Elder do. Scrolls is my favorite of just like I do the thing and it levels I the thing. At it. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's it is annoying like when you haven't when you have the skill point and you haven't reached the thing or or when you when you've done the thing a lot or, and then, or when you use a skill point on something else yeah. and you're like but I have this to unlock and I could be doing the next challenge mm-hmm. of this but now I'm stuck waiting for my next point to put into that Correct. to get yeah, up yeah, that yeah, yeah. yeah you have to really pay Yeah that's where I was like I really focus on one, and so I was building up skill points as I was, do- like I don't try to do multiple at a time, mm-hmm. just because like I know I'm going to be bothered by that. It's like, wh- well, the what's, nice the, thing, what's the point of being over encumbered? The, the nice thing, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I quickly maxed out the over encumbrance yeah, yeah. one. Uh, the nice and the thing, running on low oxygen. Uh, mine or is when you, mine is when, like glitched or something. It does that not. That was a that is a bug. I it's think, a so. yeah. I can't get um, past bug, the challenge. Bug. Uh, the I've gotten to like the third level of that one. Okay, and I have no need to level up more. Uh, like well, they, by the time you get to that third one, like you can. I've 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 ran and ran and it is so hard to deplete that oxygen yeah. just because the nice thing about having a bunch and a bunch of different things is as you're just going along playing you our challenges are completely oh, yeah, left yeah, and yeah. right. Yeah, that's yeah. really cool. Um so it, I love that. I love the world. Uh I love the people in it. Yeah. And I love the fact that Ben and I both have like we both chose the different female love interests. Um because I think there's only four in the game. There, love interests yeah, yeah there's right. and there's like there's two men and two women and so it's just like it it and is funny robot and there is but is it love interest no no <laughs> um because you can have as many companions there's yeah. a ton of companions you can have in the game but it's like you know the uh ben chose the aggressive like pseudo crazy chick She's not. She's a part of the religion. <laughs> it's it's a crazy religion. Uh, and then I chose like you know, the Sarah. Sarah, the main chick. Uh, a wet blanket. She's not a wet blanket. She has she's a past. A wet blanket. Um, and like as you are playing with them, and there's a like quests they get while you're doing that, and her quest is really cool. Mm. Um, and like you go to this remote planet, and there's a child there from like. And then you have to like convince that child to essentially come back with you, so she's not just living on this planet. And so then like there's a new person at my home base um, that I get to interact with. And there's just a lot of you pick up, you can essentially buy crew members, hire crew members, and there's two versions. There's like they're a weapons specialist, and that's but then there's like named characters that have backstories that are pretty interesting. Um, there is one that I find funny though. Where when she's traveling with me and like I get off, like she's like, oh, this reminds me of home. And it's like I look around. It's just like a desolate planet. Mm. I'm like, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, uh, yeah. And, and one thing we both didn't do is uh, the 
the admirer companion that I've seen people play with. Oh, the, the he is so the insufferable. Fan, the, the fan. The, oh, which is a, a perk you can yeah, choose at the beginning. Yeah, at the, the beginning. Game. Yeah, which is a callback to a Oblivion character. Yeah. And I uh, did the street rat, one of the the Neon City street rat. Rat did and that so too. It's fun to be there, and people are like. They're like, you don't know how Neon City is. I was like, no, I was born and raised there. Like, oh, mm. I guess you do know. It's, it's, it's and like, a lot of people are like, nice to see somebody got out. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so it is fun. And in a way, man, it's so weird to explain of, I feel, and it probably is the first person aspect, but I feel more immersed in Starfield than I did in Boulder's Gate. That makes sense. But my choices matter more in Boulder's Gate. It's a it's a weird thing of they Bethesda did a good job at your social interaction feels justified by the things you've done, even though it's mostly just like backstory stuff that you've you've picked. Whereas in Boulder's Gate, literally anything you do is influenced in like story beats and dialogue. It just it's harder for me to be like I am my character versus in this. It's like, since it is first person and it's like, I am actively making those choices. Like, you know, I shot that person. I, and it's, it's harder for me to make that connection with Boulder's Gate. Um, even though like still Boulder's Gate three is my game of the year. Just, I think it is a better game. Um, uh, whereas, cause there's a lot of Starfield where, the and game who it's it's bigger than it needs to be. Who could have guessed that Baldur's Gate would have been the more buggy mess than a Bethesda game? I would agree. It is yeah, with Star, how long it Starfield. Was in... Starfield is pretty well. the yeah. most polished Bethesda game I've ever like. I've had like that crash is the only bug I've had with the game. I, I it's the only one I've like. I haven't even encountered like people have done a lot of clipping and seen that. I haven't seen any of the clipping mm-hmm. stuff. Um, I, I think there's an argument to be made if you remove the like for you know some people like Star Wars more yeah, than Lord yeah. of the Rings and vice versa because of the themes and everything like that. I think there's a very strong case to make that Starfield is the best Bethesda game of all time. So because yeah, of yeah. the systems and the story and uh, how well it's polished and everything yeah. like that. But that isn't to say that you know people don't want gonna love skyrim more yeah. than starfield or love fallout more the than- the biggest the biggest problem starfield has in my opinion is if it's not within the city there is no reason for me to do anything like like within the set parameters or quests are there's no like i don't need they they they, they, they took, have this aspect of like there's they, exploration but they, every place is the same. They took Dagger Daggers Falls uh, randomly generated yeah. dungeons and put that on the planets. On the planets, don't so matter. It's just, it yeah. doesn't like nothing matters. Trying you, to find, you will see the exact same base in the exact same yeah. form. Yeah, and it's like going in there. Am I going to find a quest? No, I'm just going to find loot. Whereas like Skyrim, going into caves, you would find quests mm-hmm. and like stuff to do by going in there and like. But what I, what I mean is, is that. Like, I don't know. Like, and so if, I didn't beat Skyrim, but it feels like there's arguably more to do. It's very different. There, There is more to do in the town, in the cities, yes. Mm-hmm. But in Skyrim, like, you could go off and be like, I'm going to go to that cave. I'm going to find stuff to do in that cave. But, That's very different than if I went to this other cave. Whereas with Starfield, you go on a planet, and once you encounter each of the, like, 
specific like here's the science facility the or here's places. the industry the indi- yeah. industrial like there's, every time that you go to those you're going to find the same pretty much the same exact kind but of thing. there are some instant like there's probably 20 systems yeah and maybe between five to ten planets in each system and there's some planets that you don't know there is something yeah, there yeah, yeah. and yeah. so you could and you'll get you a quest that will tell you on. but for the most part go. anytime you land randomly on yeah. a planet it'll generate mm-hmm. it'll uh generate those random yeah buildings and, and stuff I, and like that that's where i'm saying like i think there's more than there needs to be in the game mm-hmm. um and if they could combine the two ideals of skyrim's like if they pared it down to be more like each world is like a mini Skyrim, that would be more ideal for for me. Just because it's like, I know for a fact if I'm going to go there, I'm going to find that something fun and interesting versus it's just a loop cash for me to go yeah, gotcha. clear out and to sell stuff. It's never like, I've seen a lot of people complaining like they land on a planet and it's just these same things. You, you should not, unless you're going for experience or loot do not just randomly yeah, land somewhere it is, you it is always first, need to have a quest it's the first bethesda game since probably daggerfall where it's not an exploration game like it is a it is a quest but sometimes it is it's but it's most but if you go because sometimes you go into a system and there's a derelict ship there that hasn't been a quest but in my experience there's a quest that i'm going to where i encounter a like derelict thing like i've never just Hopped, plant, I, like done I've, plant hopping. I, I planet hopped and found a derelict ship that was. But you didn't have to go to the planet. <laughs> like, what? You 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 went you, to the you system. Wore, you I went to the, to the system, system. Yes, but you didn't have to go on. And the I planet. went to the planet in the system, and it was in the debris. Yeah, but once again, you didn't have to land on the planet. Like that's my thing is just like yeah, but there has but, been some missions. I've never encountered I've, missions. I've, here's, but here's my argument. I've jumped a I've, lot to a lot of planets. I, I know, I know. I think it. I've done like probably thirty to forty random planets, but, and like done the whole like cleared them, and then I've like I've gotten nothing from it other than experience. But this, but this is what I mean is that yeah, uh, and maybe it's a cop out or whatever, but. I think what it does is it, it um, to the best of its ability, it's trying to replicate what actual space exploration and everything. And it makes those moments where majority of the time you go off to random planets, you're probably not going to find anything. Yeah. If every planet is special, no planet is special, right? Yeah. But it, I think I agree with the idea of that you may need to adjust the percentages. Yeah. But the idea of being like, Hey, here are forty planets, and you know three of them that are not story based. You'll find something interesting, and that yeah. kind of resembles the idea. And, and of I I do agree with that. I've just gotten to the point now because, like I said, the biggest reason I did that is because I was trying to do those the constellation Scan. missions. Yeah, I never do and, those, and I gave up. Not because, the main constellation missions. Yeah, side quests. Well, side quests com- where they're like, go find the trace it's, of this planet. It's and randomly, I literally randomly generated every quest. moon and every, and I hundred percented all of it, and it still didn't, and I still couldn't find it. I was like, I just did thirty planets and hundred percent, and that that killed any like. Any uh, for exploration, yeah. For and I'm just like I'm just going to do quests. And I've been p- 
picking up those derelict ships while I'm doing those quests, or like even the one where you have to go down to the planet and then it's the one you decide that you need the better ship for, mm-hmm. where you have the, to the defend farmers get the farmers. The, like I got like that because planets. I was going to another place and because you do, you know, at the very beginning before you beat the game and get infinite warp to anywhere apparently, uh, I. I ha- you you have to hop to different planet systems, and while you're doing that, you'll get comms uh, telling you to come come to places. Um, I like the casino, the floating casino mm-hmm. that asked, did you, you did you put in the code? Yeah, I got the code. You got all the con- contraband. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I really do enjoy the game, and I'll I'll get back to it sooner than later yeah maybe we can uh, actually start talking about uh, the main mission <laughs> we've talked about a lot of other things like the batman mission and uh what you did for the rangers versus what i did for the rangers and so that's a th- th- this in, in uh boulders gate 3 it is overwhelming in that you have these two games that you can spend 70 to 100 yeah. hours in and it has art like infinite replayability yeah. because like and that's this one even more. But Starfield. I can't, I, well, I've heard the ending of the game makes it it like there there was a when the, the game first came out there is a contingent of people that said you should just mainline the story, beat the game, and then start a new game plus and then go and experience everything. And then other people are like, no, you should organically do it. like so there was an argument within the bins I, in the middle. <laughs> yeah. Ninety but, hours. I I can just start talking yeah. about it. I, ninety hours in. Uh I've beaten it ten times now. What? I have yeah. I have the best armor and ship. Nice. Because every time you beat it, you get a higher level of gotcha. that armor and gotcha. ship. And I, so I did most of the campaign, not uh, most of the side quests and then beat it and then started doing a lot of the side quests and then found out that every time you beat it, you get the better armor. So I just uh, mainlined the mission, which you can skip a lot of the constellations things. So every time I revert, I just am collecting pieces and beating it again. Gotcha. And boy, beating it 10 times burns you out on that main campaign. <laughs> but now I have the strongest stuff. Yeah. And you so can just I can play the game. just play the game and do everything. And then uh, my game updated and the internet cut out as it was updating and it deleted everything. Really? And I reinstalled it and it had sync issues. Oh my gosh. Luckily, I uninstalled it and then just reinstalled it again just to see, and it synced. So I still have my sync. Oh, okay, game. okay. <laughs> I was I I was I, so distraught. Yeah, mm. that's a, that but, would that would suck. But you enjoy Starfield as well. Yes. Uh, one thing I was going to bring up is uh, dialogue matters in a weird way that I've never seen before. Where what I say, people will bring up later. Yeah. yeah. Like it's not important dialogue, but mm. it's. I said you should. Uh, I said something about it give you like three options. One of them was like a good thing you have like a friends or family or something like that. And she brought it up later in the game. Yeah. I was like, it actually remembered the choice I made Mm -hmm. in a thing that you would never think would remember that choice. Yeah. That's cool. And yeah, there's a, the game, uh, 
when you're speed running the campaign, it breaks down a lot. Mm. Yep. <laughs> I've I've had multiple crashes in the credits. Oh my gosh. Also, the world breaks in a weird way that I'm not going to spoil, but it's. I think my sixth, seventh, and eighth was very different and weird. Hmm. Interesting. 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 Did you play anything else? Yeah. Uh, then I played Sea of Stars as well. Uh, ground track of our plays are the same. Uh, Have you gotten the fourth character? I got the oh, third so- character. <laughs> Here we go again. <laughs> the, the character that I did the, the Miles moment uh, where... Oh, okay. All right. So I, you, you haven't gotten I, much further now. No, no, no. I got him and then I got to like the second area that you go to. Okay. So, um, you're uh, trying he, to get a mode of transportation. Yes, I, I, maybe I haven't even. Oh, that, yeah. Again, I even like the mile, yet. like the time yeah, last yeah. time. Like, it's hey, gonna, spoilers. It's going to be. You're right going to boot there. up the game and yeah. start a thing. Yeah. It's like, oh, hey, we need to go do this and get somewhere. To yeah. Go. Uh, so I'm, I, I am having fun with it. He is my favorite character so far. I like him uh, more than the Garl. Garl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like him more than the. He's more my personality of things of where. Oh yeah. Even the even the prophecy guy was like. You're going to do good things just because you're a good person. Oh, the mist. Yeah, yeah. and he's, he's, it's just like, you're going to change the world because you're you, not because it's like you're special of any way. He's just like, you're just optimistic and friendly, and that's going to cause rifts in, like, in Destiny and stuff like that. And so I was like, my favorite thing is, is that people just start referring to him as the warrior cook. <laughs> he, he, if Samwise. Yeah, buffed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's this character. Yeah, and, and, and I think and I love him because he's like, yeah. So I don't have your guys' special powers for. So while you guys yes. were off doing your thing, I've literally been in the mountain, getting jacked, yeah, and learning how to like live. Yeah, he's very strong. That, uh, what's that? The, I'm watching the anime, the wrestling. Uh, Hannah, Hana, Hana, something. Hmm. Uh, it's it's like um Inosuke from the Demon the guy Slayer the guy well. the kid. He's his dad is like the strongest man in the world, yeah. And he goes up and in, into the mountains and trains, yeah. And it's oh, you're like, talking about Fang from Tekken? <laughs> no, because Inosuke, he does the same thing in, and he Inosuke punches him from Demon Slayer. He he punches what? He punches a mountain oh, all the way mountain. down. Like okay, he, he fights a, he found fights like an evil monkey thing. Oh, but uh, yeah. So it's just like I love that that's him, and yeah, he doesn't have any of the special solstice powers. He's just. The two, the two uh, protagonists, protagonists in um, Valerie and man, why am I forgetting his name? Does it start with an I? No. Okay. But I, it may be involved. The Sun guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, those two characters are the least interesting. That's why of the story. That's they really I've are just there to be like, hey, I'm Sun. Hey, yeah, I'm, I'm Moon, Moon, and I'm here yeah. to fight. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Everyone so, else has a way more interesting <laughs> yeah. backstory. It's just like you know. From the get go, I even said I love this character because you know, the, at the very beginning, you go and you go into a part where there's it's dangerous, and your children at the moment, and he jumps in the way to like protect yeah. you and gets his eye like loses his eye, loses yeah. his eye, and it's just like man, that character is fearless and like is ready to. And I was like, I really hope it was either one or two things. I was like, either he joins your party or he's the villain. Like those were the two things I was hoping for him, and. uh I'm glad he's in my party because yeah, yeah, it's really cool. Literally, just right off the bat, he like is in the bushes right after I was 
where I was at. I just need to walk forward, and, and he was. In and, and he's like he's arguably the most useful character because he has the ability to heal. Yeah, he has the ability to um, move enemies, which allows you to combo. Mm-hmm. Like he is not your number one damage dealer. No, but he is the perfect, and he has a ton of health. Yeah, he's, he's a perfect. That's what I'm saying. He's yeah. the perfect side character. Yeah, he can heal. He can soak up damage. Yeah. He, and then he can also move enemies to allow your crowd control abilities to be more effective. Yeah, like any, it, it, you're just like, man, I wish you know someone could take a hit, or I wish someone <laughs> could heal me, or I wish you know yeah. this person could help me do. And it's like, hey, your yeah. your boy Garl's got you. Yeah, he's he's there no matter yeah. what, right? He's got so, you in every way. So. I'm I'm really enjoying him. Uh, and I'm excited to play more of it, but I got sucked into another game that just keeps bringing me back, and that is Stardew Valley. Oh, uh, good for you. And, you know, I had to put 550 hours into it instead of just 500. So. Cool, hot uh, mama. And, uh, and I got there. Uh, I've completed more than I've completed before and got to the point where I was like, I've never tried mods for this game. Um and i've seen a lot of people use mods for this game so i started doing that and even ben ben was like andrew you've beaten the game it's fair if you use mods now i was like that's really where it's come down to is like the stuff i didn't complete before was just like the the grindy like uh just you know nothing's changing i'm just doing the same thing over and over and over again and the mods really help with a lot of that that's right um and so i've been using that and then there's i want to complete everything first and then there's a mod where it adds in like 50 new characters and like three or four new places to go and a ton of quests and so uh i'm waiting until i 100 percent it and then i'm going to do that get the golden clock yeah i need to get that I haven't done the wizard's tower stuff and I need to, so I, I think I have the witch swamp and the wizard tower stuff and that's pretty much it um, so far. And I think I have two, like in the dungeons, you have to like kill monsters over and over and over again. And there's two types of monsters that I haven't met the challenge goal for. Gotcha. So. Um, and it's the mummies and the mummies are the worst because there's like... What about the daddies? <sighs> They're dead. Some hot daddies. The big, big yeah. daddies. Uh, no, um, because with the mummies, you have to hit them, and then they go down, and then you have to use a bomb on them to kill them. It's gotcha. just like, it takes a long time, and whether or not they spawn uh, is up in the air, and so it's just harder for, and you have to kill a hundred of them, and that just takes a long time. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, so played that for quite a long time, uh, and then today started up a very similar game that i'm excited for called moonstone island and it is a sounds like an andrew game yeah, very much it's a pokemon version of stardew valley mm, where, another game like stardew valley you yeah, say yes but that not, is very it is <laughs> forager is not like stardew but valley. not like <laughs> forager forager or animal crossing correct yeah neither of those games or are like harvest Star- moon no, it is like Harvest Moon. Oh. No, that is... Yes. No. Stardew Valley is the... Stardew Valley is, is, is Harvest, Harvest Moon. Moon. Everything oh. goes back to Harvest Moon. Um, Including Forager no. and... No, no, no. Forager For, is different. Forager, and I've said this before, is like a is like a top-down Minecraft. That's Which the, comes from... 
Minecraft. Which comes from Minecraft. Minecraft. Oh. <laughs> um, and then there's Moonlighter. Yeah. Ah. yeah. Which is Zelda. Uh, but but with shop elements. Shop elements. <laughs> Moonlighter is its own category at this point. Uh, but no, this has, there's like spirit animal things that you go and collect and use in turn-based combat um, while you are also, you know, you're an alchemist who has your own little setup. Potion crafting? I haven't gotten there yet. I am an alchemist, but you're a tr- alchemist in training, so you're trying to find uh, uh, people to help you create recipes and stuff, I think. But I like I haven't even got there yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just in the... Uh, but the the big thing is you can take your base, your homestead essentially, to different islands and set up. Uh, it's like a mobile version of Stardew Valley. So it's like you can have crops on this island, crops on that island, and like on a different island, and you travel around the islands um, building uh, and crafting versus just it's like, like that a farm. underwater game we played. That underwater game we played. Yeah, Subnautica. The survival game. Sunken Land. Yeah, Sunken that was Land. not. Un- oh, I guess it. You did go, but you, you didn't do a stuff. You didn't survive underwater. You just collected stuff underwater. But it's <laughs> so like, it's like Dave the Diver, or if Subnautica had land, so it wouldn't be Subnautica. Correct. It's Sunken Land, oh. <laughs> which Ben and I played one time, and it's very janky. They have they, added yeah, a lot. Though. I've seen they've updated. I've quite been a bit. I've been looking at the updates and mm. I'm like, oh, so because now you can clear islands and claim islands mm. and they'll stay cleared. Because I was like, what's the point of clearing the island? And it's like, I don't, I don't know. They don't go. Well, away. they stay. Yeah, they they do. They stay cleared. Oh, you said they respawn there. If you don't, a hundred percent, they respawn. Okay. Mm. And they don't respawn. The. Hordes keep coming to you, but yeah. they never respond when we kill them. Okay. Did you play anything else? Oh, no, I played 50 hours of Stardew Valley, so. I played Starfield. <laughs> but I also played Lies of P. Oh, what are your thoughts? That game is awesome. Yeah? I'm loving it. Uh, Do you know how to get the true ending? No. <laughs> it's very unintuitive. Oh, ah, sounds but like at it. the same time, easy. Like it's very once you know how to do it. Like so, you just like beat the game naturally, and then look up how to. Yeah, I got to beat the game naturally first. It, yeah, Uh-oh. he's he's done. It's a hard game. Oh, did you beat it naturally? No, no he hasn't. Oh. <laughs> I I'm not even close. Oh, okay, uh, but I think it it was it's probably my favorite Souls like game mm. that's not souls or yeah, more than that's souls. not that's not a from soft game okay. because they take elements from every souls game and kind of combine it together into this yeah where there's the uh uh guard get back health from bloodborne the parry system the parry system Sekiro. Sekiro, and the basic combat of dark souls yeah. but in a uh not future punk, uh, steampunk. steampunkish kind of world, yeah. which is more sci-fi than made by Geppetto. Yeah, very very cool world where, uh, uh, what would you call it? A London in the 
what time period? Victorian. Victorian yeah. London time period where they find this crystal that brings life to automatons and uh, the automatons go crazy and start killing people. Oh, and crazy. your Which it also like, brings in elements of... iRobot. Yep. No. Well, uh, well, it Asimov, does. well yeah, but Asimov's yeah, Asimov's where like you literally like have rules that robots can't do this or that mm-hmm. or and robots uh, can't lie and you're special and that you can lie. And robots have to listen to their creator and they have to do all this stuff and yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's stalkers, I think they're called stalkers or something like that, and they wear animal masks. Mm. And when you beat them, you can Get collect the mask yeah. so, oh, so your character mask. can change i have the mouse mask okay. with a, a very prim outfit you so. didn't get the donkey mask yet i did oh okay I'm I, was, past I, was like, no, I was like i was like that's pretty early i'm way past that okay uh but i i've, I've gotten several masks but i like the mouse gotcha. one because it covers the whole face gotcha. it makes my character your, t- look your cool. timothy chalamet face chalamet yep mm. uh i yeah, I, I love it a lot. It also has a very interesting... It's more than just the automatons went crazy. There's also the oh, yeah. uh, disease going on with the humans. There's zombies. <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah. So nice. it's it's pretty it's pretty cool. Yeah. I'll keep playing it, but there's a, a boss I'm fighting that's... the They start becoming two stages, and that's mm. the difficult part. Mm. Uh, it's a single player only, and you collect... Uh, resources that you can just randomly farm if you want that uh you can bring in a character to fight the boss almost like summons yeah summons yep and that's how they they deal with people not being able to be bosses they can bring in a summon to help them and i've mostly always had a summon with me because i'm not great at uh parry parry system uh see that's that's the thing that almost makes me want to play it is because it has the parry system yep. and that's and it's what a very made. good parry system yeah where in fact you can break their weapons yeah and they become weaker if you do it right that's a, that's awesome but yeah. um is it i i've only played the tutorial the demo and then i've watched a couple of people playing it and just made me interested in um how to do those things and then also whenever i see a game that i'm interested in i want to see how hard it is like with games with multiple endings like blasphemous I want to see how hard it is to get the true ending. So that's why I looked up like how to get the true ending mm-hmm. of, of that one. Um, and one of the things involved is the truth and lie. Yeah. Is it pretty obvious in those moments what is a truth and what is a lie? Okay. Yeah. All right. Because part of the true ending is you have to answer things in a specific way. Is it human? Uh, you, you Essentially, to get the true ending, you have to always lie. So human. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, there. Yeah. Well, there. And you then go. you listen to records, and it, you become more human doing that too. Yeah. Yeah. You always have to lie, and then you have to do certain things, and then you essentially can get the true ending, which sets up. The, I assume you become a real boy. I don't know. I don't know what happens at the end. I just know that if you get the true ending, it gives you a post-credit scene, which sets up the possible oh, yeah. next game, huh. which sounds very interesting. Nice. Nice. But yeah, I'll I'll keep playing it. Uh, Resident Evil 4 Separate Ways came out, and I blasted through that. That was really yeah, good. Blasted. It was uh, everything people were complaining about that was missing in the original Resident Evil 4 remake. They just mm-hmm. made Ada go through it. Nice. Yeah. And I've heard it answers a lot of the, like, why? W- how was Ada there in 4? Like, it's like, 
Ada just shows up out of nowhere. It's always how she. And knows. then it's like, and this is like, oh, she's always been there, just watching Leon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, creep. It's because she has a, a, a zipline whip thing yeah. that gets well, around all. Well, the no, I get the DLC for the um, Spanish ex-cop guy. When, when do I get his DLC? Right? Doesn't he have a happy ending? Spanish you, ex-cop. You talking about the guy who helps Leon? For, he's he's a former umbrella scientist. He's not a cop. I thought he was. No. Oh. That's why he's helping Leon because he wants to uh, make up for. But he's working so suave for, and working for umbrella. Well put together. Scientists can be that way. Yeah, yeah, I guess you're is, not wrong. His but name he, he's like a woman. Like Francisco, a or woman's something. man. Yeah. He's he's in it a lot. Yeah. Yes, he is a womanizer. He is in uh, separate ways a lot because oh, he's, he is? he's working for Ada. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, you find That's out. Cool. And then uh, Wesker's in a lot because are you, are you saying that because you know his ending? Oh, yeah. He, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so happy. But yeah, you get a lot more of him in this separate ways gotcha. DLC. And it sets up... Uh, Five remake? Yes, five (laughs) remake. (laughs) But with this new timeline. Okay. Nice. Of Wesker. And and everyone's just like, can you just go back and remake one again? uh, (laughs) Is Mila Jovovich in it? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. What about about Paul W. Sanderson? (laughs) (laughs) Just him? Yeah. Yep. Uh, Also checked out Model Builder. Mm. Because it was free on Epic Game Store. And it's, it's... pretty cool but uh my mouse hand got really exhausted fast because it's gotcha. very intricate spray painting you have to do you don't have to you can just like spray a little and it's like you did it but i want to be like actually spraying it so it looks it's like so did models. you do like, 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 mo- like yeah like, model you, buildings did you spend any time with the shipbuilder in starfield because that has that element to it in that you can specifically colorize pieces and what goes with it. I did a little bit. I haven't built anything from scratch, but I've modified some of my ships. Yeah. Gotcha. I looked at it and said, Nope. It's a lot. (laughs) I attempted to do something. I was like, oh, is it gonna be a fun like no, it's it's super it's very intricate. And I was like, no I'm not I have the ranger the ranger ship and that's it. I don't like that's uh, it has like jazz music or stuff going on while you're building these pieces. Okay. And it's it's definitely a game I'll go back to just like relax, paint little minis like and stuff. But pressure washer simulator, kind of, but more in depth because you have to choose like how you want to the models to look. Okay. But it gives you like a basic. This is the you press this button, it'll switch to the tool you oh, okay. need. But you. You can either just spray a little and it and it, it's complete, or you can like complete like I'm doing a dragon, and its tail dragon. is the base color that just auto puts it, mm-hmm. and then you can spray paint in the middle of the tail, and then do like a special brush that shows uh, indenture highlighting, highlighting and, yep. along the spikes and stuff. Yep, and, you got to base coat it. And then, yep. yep, that's cool. But yeah, it, my my hand it was too much for it so i switched over to solstice which was a game also that came to epic game store for free and it's a uh double a 
Devil May Cry. Ooh. Very double A, but very Devil May Cry. You have my attention. Like almost to a... Letter? Letter, yeah. And with a character that... Clearly Dante, right? No, it's it's a chick like with a eye patch and stuff, but the... The thing I noticed the most is she, uh, I'll try to explain, she has pants that are cut off like right here. Ah. And I was like, there is some uh, uncomfortable chafing, I believe, if this was a real person. Yeah, gotcha, <laughs> gotcha. Like some like fighting game yeah, yeah. of women's characters, right? Where you're, you are wearing leather pants that are cut right there at the crotch. <laughs> and that is not going to be comfortable when you're jumping like she's around. She's almost one wearing the bottoms of a bikini. Uh, yeah, like but, but, but a half. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. It, it was weird. But that's like <laughs> the main <laughs> thing I was focused on. Uh, you you have a the spirit of your sister or something. Nice. And she counter blocks everything. Ooh. So you don't have a block. You have her that like. Protects you. Counter does. Nice everything but that's yeah. awesome and then your weapons change as you do like heavy attacks Ooh. it can turn into like a bow a mallet and then your normal attack but it, it was super double a <laughs> like, that's fine I'm cool with like that. i've i've never heard of the game i have never heard of the company i just saw it free on epic this week right. and i was like i'll try it out and it's awesome uh also i uh, just started playing cocoon it just came out on game pass and it is awesome. Top-down <laughs> puzzle game. Very intricate puzzles. Very, very thin game. Very, yeah. Uh, to the point where Andrew was watching me play, and I was like, it really wants me to jump into this, this orb, set up the orb this way, jump out, set up that orb this way, jump out, set up this orb to shoot that orb in a certain way, pick up that, jump out, pick up that orb... And it gets really crazy That's awesome. intricate. That's cool. But it's really fun. Uh, also, uh, when the Starfield thing happened, where I lost the save, yeah. I wasn't too distraught because I was watching Bruce at the time, and he was playing Cyberpunk 2077. Ooh, the new update. And every time he beats a hype train, he gives away codes for whatever he's playing. And uh random uh, follower of his said they would put up one too. The two codes, uh, somebody else won, and then the third one from this random follower, I won that. Yeah. So I got the DLC for essentially free. Awesome. Uh, It was funny. I I gave the guy my uh, username, and he's like, were you born in 02? Because I have Agent Homac 02. And I was like, no. Uh, When I first created an email, I did the Resident Evil soundtrack and the second song of that <laughs> soundtrack. So O2 is from that. And he was like, that's very intricate and weird. Yeah. That's such like, a yeah. good thing. Yeah. But uh, so awesome. I've been I've been playing a lot of Cyberpunk 2077. I haven't touched the DLC yet because I'm, I wanted to start yeah. fresh yeah. and do a whole new thing. I heard the 2.0 update makes things really good. It It is. It's <laughs> There's still a whole lot of jank oh, in okay. that game, <laughs> which was funny going back when it's supposedly fixed after experience Starfield, which had... Some jank, but not as much. Not as much. Oh my gosh, that's funny. There's people. I going... think my favorite will always be the headless person. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I fought this. This I sliced the head off this character and then killed the gang and then came back and the character was like, 
like trying to pick something off the ground without a head and like fumbling around and then i picked <laughs> up the body and it was like in the air moving yeah. around oh that's and then, funny and they just fell on the ground that's awesome a person jumped out in front of my car as i drove by it <laughs> I and i hit them so, and the cops I started following so hard he's just literally driving on the road normally wasn't super fast or anything character just jumps out in like that's off so the side rock sidewalk and right and i laughed so hard because ben was like why what why the hell that? That? <laughs> just like just one commit suicide yeah but yeah the the upgrading system and the leveling system is a lot better and everything else pretty combat similar seems a little bit better combat's like, a little better the ai is better and there's yeah. like other things that they cop on, so. the cop system's better like it it does they don't just keep appearing around you like it's more like gta okay. with the star system and nice. and you can see them and stay away from them cool uh but everything else yeah pretty pretty much the same uh, and when we come back maps maps, maps. Welcome back to yep. maps, maps, worlds, worlds, locations. <laughs> I did. I was like, what does Ben want from this? I don't know. I just, so, it, it, yeah. I just, I kind of took it and ran with it. Yeah. Same. I have, I, I have five ones listed and they're arguably all for very different reasons. And that's, uh, I was just thinking like iconic air because we were playing, I was playing through Starfield mm-hmm. and I was thinking of like, running through a map again and again and oh, again just and just mind. experiencing it can be an honorable mention i think you may i think you may mention it but we'll see and, i have a just i have a long list of honorable mentions so knowing these worlds so well but uh i will start out with morrowind okay and i think that's the biggest one for me because of the fact it was before oblivion where fast travel was a thing mm-hmm. so you had to be very intimately knowledgeable about every little location in that world and you got to experience a lot of it through the game Mm. i think oh me first yeah second second oh okay morrowind was first oh yeah okay the world of morrowind (laughs) gotcha 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 uh so i'll i'll build on that when you talk about world because that's the first one that came to mind uh for me is the world of bioshock infinite hmm where I don't think that does the game have a map? I don't think there's like a map you look no, at to know I where would, you're going. Oh yeah, I would say like, but new, it, but new, the idea of like the, the theme yeah. and the world there, like building onto that is like incredible. Because I was yeah. like, a lot. I think a lot of people think Bioshock, but I prefer Bioshock's infinite city in the sky, cloud um, element to it. So that's when like I thought when you said top five worlds or maps, that was the first one that. Because you can popped in my head. If you if a world if a world of the game like is okay, but there's a specific map that you can think of, that's where I where I opened it up to just an individual map. As well. As well. Um, for me it's Johto from Pokemon. It is gold and silvers. Uh, and I love not that knowledgeable region and what I love about that map specifically is you can go to Kanto. Um afterwards which is like 
I want to say it's maybe five to ten years later. And so, like, characters from the first game are older. Mm -hmm. um, and, like, stuff is similar but different um, as you go back to Kanto. But I love Johto. It's a... Whereas Kanto was more of, like, a... At the time, a modern Japan region. Uh, Johto is, like, a... Uh, a rural Japan where it's like the buildings are more of like feudal Japan hmm. um, style with like more rice, rice paper walled houses. Um, I really like that uh, aesthetic more than the original Kanto as aesthetic. Nice, nice. Bloodborne. Nice. Oh what's yeah, the, that's what's really the, good. What is Bloodborne's world called? It's like a like uh, a Tris. No. No, not Tristram. Yeah, that's yeah, Diablo. It's Diablo. Yeah, it's something like that. Oh man, now you're buying like Arnhem? you didn't Gar say Gar Ar is it Arnhem? Par it's some of the arm. Yes, oh, my <laughs> something like that. But yeah, Bloodborne it's born out of all the FromSoft games. Name. Like that's my favorite. Yarnum, Yarnum, Yarnum. That's we were my, there. That's my we were favorite there. Yeah. favorite world that they've created, and you spend a whole lot of time mm -hmm. in those worlds. So. Yeah. Uh, my next one is early, and it isn't just this. Other games do it, but early Final Fantasy maps, like Final Fantasy IV, okay, and like, five and six, the ones that the world, like not that overworld, the kind overworld of, yeah. where like the map in it, there isn't a map, right? But when you leave it's like a, a 2D area, plane. yeah, you walk, you're walking across the yeah. landscape, yeah. like it's not like Super Mario or whatever, where you're just essentially hitting mm -hmm. left or right and the map is interesting and you're just going from, you know, World 1-1 one, one, to World 1-2 yeah. in the later month. This one, you are actively traveling. Yeah. Hey, I need to go to this city. It's into the Northeast. And you're walking to the Northeast and you see that on the map. And some of them have like the curvature of the earth. Mm -hmm. So you kind of see that, how it walks across. Yeah. And in later games, you actually have active time battle or you actually have like random uh, encounters on those maps and everything yeah. like that. So just the inclusion of being able to like or, like event like you know in other games where you're, the map is where you exist mm -hmm. in this game it's you exist in these small pockets of areas you go to this town and that in itself you walk around and interact but then you go to the the overview map yeah. and instead of just like i'm traveling here you're at, you're like you're actively going somewhere but it doesn't take a long time so it's that good like middle yeah. ground type of thing do right? you would you say you liked out of the ones you played did Final you Fantasy like four I was going to say as four is your yes your favorite yeah. yeah four is my favorite I love the the imagery of a giant on this yeah Chinese and and map. it's just like especially yeah, when you yes, get airships exactly. and the airship is like up above and then that's when it does more curvature mm -hmm. and no it's total fun um Skyrim uh for yep. me uh, Ben's was Morrowind for for me I what I loved about Skyrim is Morrowind felt terrifying. To be in um because first of all i was what 10 and it was uh, a different leveling system it was a you different could level stumble upon and you, like you could die very yep. easily in the game um and the enemies were just more terrifying in that game uh the creature design was gross uh but skyrim was i felt more of the adventure from and i loved the different um how each city had its own aspect of like different environment around it and i i really liked that of just like you know there's the northern city there's the swamp city there's the the thieves guild thieves that, that guild. was the swamp city yeah and then 
And there's the mountain. The mountain cities. Um, well, there, there's the mountain. In the oh, middle yeah, in the middle. Yeah, and then traveling up. up that mountain is just, like, a ton of fun. And, like, the fact that when you open the map, it's almost 3D-ish. Um, and I really like that aspect as well. So, Map's probably the weakest part of Starfield. It's awful. It is yeah. one okay. of the worst designs I've I ever don't done. understand what... There, it's not a map. No. I don't understand. Mm. It's not... <laughs> Uh, Clockwork Mansion in Dishonored 2. That's the one thing when I said mm. one that just came to my mind. That was the one right there. The way it changes constantly and you have to think almost 3D chess-like where you you click this thing and something else in the mansion will change so you can get further into the level. And then you're switching the dimensions? No. Dishonored 2 or Dishonored? Dishonored 2. You're thinking Titanfall 2. No, or you in, switch in, in dimensions. In Dishonored 2, hey, you, maybe you there's something coming up. Okay. <laughs> uh, is that not right? Is that the beginning of the game? Nuketown from oh. Call of Duty. I think. Oh. Ooh. I, I, I was thinking Nuketown from I was thinking Fallout 3 when you said that, oh, too. No, no, no. I mean, that's a, that's a cool town. I don't know if I would call that a map. Right? Yeah. I guess it's an yeah, area. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. like Newtown as oh, like yeah, a yeah, multiplayer yeah. map. That's, that's why I said it can, it can be yeah. like just a city if you gotcha, want. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, uh, I think Nuketown is a awesome uh, multiplayer map just with the themes of this mm-hmm. nuclear testing area, 1950s, and it's small but yet mirrored. I liked mirrored uh, multiplayer maps, maps so you, you never feel out of place, but it's fun in mm-hmm. that you have this modern combat where you're fighting through houses and you're going up yeah, and down yeah. stairs, and then there's like... Have you, you know, ever shot like, a mannequin thinking it was a person? I think I, I wouldn't be surprised if that happened. I think that's a cool, yeah. cool detail. I, so that they I, had I, that. I think, I think, and then ultimately, you know, every time the the map is over, it ends with a nuclear blast mm-hmm. happening and everything. Yeah. Like that. I just thought it was a really cool idea. Great name, New yeah, Town, right? Like it's such a great name, and, and it's just like if you list top ten multiplayer maps, which is a sect of this kind of yeah. big question. I, I think you got to put New Town yeah. on there. So, um, Terra Lava from Children of Morta. Which is the, Ooh. it's like, kind of like that uh, level. Did not, we, when we were playing, did we get to that? I never played Children of Motor with you. Yeah, you did. Just a little bit. Did we play it for a little bit? Yeah. Oh, okay. It must be. Well, is it a later? I didn't get. It's, it's the third, it's the third dungeon. So it's. I it's, might have played it. Yeah. Um, but it's all mechanical. So, like, when you were talking yeah. about that. Yeah. One I think game that's where, where we stopped. Yeah. And. Where we stopped? Yeah. Because I remember yeah. playing by myself the majority of the game. But yeah, we played till there, that level. That's like the third dungeon. Yeah. I don't, that's three fourths of the game. <laughs> I don't remember playing that much with you. Yeah. And I don't You, re- you don't remember uh, playing, uh, uh, meeting him with uh, Destiny. Destiny. I remember playing Destiny with him. Mm, I don't know. We met on it. I, so. <laughs> we met. We can't trust Titanfall. <laughs> um,. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The great level. It was. I use uh, or sets of dungeons because you play through like three or four dungeons for each area in that game. Um, and uh, I love the music. I love the enemies you're fighting. They're like mechanical gemstone creatures. Kind of like buys a pee. Yeah. Yeah. And then when you were talking about the music for that one game where you got to a level where it was like. Or maybe you are talking about it. That's what you're 
uh, for Sea of Stars. Yes. And it had that like mechanical the sound, gear sound and, yeah. as a part of the. And that's very much in the same vein of, of this game. Uh, time travel lav- levels in Titanfall 2 and Dishonored 2. Oh, okay. Mm. <laughs> it's time travel, not dimension hopping. Was it specific levels, though? I just felt like you mm-hmm. could do it. No, it was or... just uh, okay. certain levels. Uh, Titanfall 2, of course, the time travel oh, mission was amazing. Cool. Dishonored 2 was a little bit better because you have this fan that comes out. So you can see yeah, into yeah, yeah. Yeah. the past or future, so you don't jump out in front of a guard and he kills you. Mm-hmm. But yeah, those were incredible levels that change uh, the future changes depending on what you do in the past. Yeah. In both the games, it was mm-hmm. fascinating to That's see. That's awesome. That's awesome. Really good choice. Um, so then, kind of in the same realm is like talking about final fantasy i just think one of the best maps even though it can be cumbersome at times but i really like it is dead space dead space's use of maps uh, where have you, you played pull- the remake no i haven't it's even cooler because you can uh rather than in the main game ma- original game it's all interconnected you can yeah. go back and forth like the train system you can oh go I'm, back ta- to I'm talking about the actual map in the game in that oh, okay. it's cool that you're in third person and you pull up the map and the oh, map's in okay. front of you and yeah, you yeah. can move and see and do the like i think that's just a really cool and interesting <laughs> like way that as to, maps. yeah like an actual interactive map <laughs> yeah. right i think that like in a video game i like that idea it's not just like you press select, you pull up a map, okay, I'm going this way. Or you, you know, Starfield, I select this planet and I go to it. Or whatever it is, this one, it's like, okay, where am I going? You pull up, but it's not your character looking at the map. You still see the character. The world is still going on. So it it, it uh, brings that futuristic thing where you're mm-hmm. literally like bringing up a hologram like in those sci-fi movies and you're trying to see mm-hmm. what level am I on yeah. and where am I going. I, I, just, I really like that map from uh, Dead Space. Uh, Jedi Survivor tried to do that, but their maps sucked. Mm. But I remember BD would, it would pop up, pop out. Yeah, yep. And just like the Dead Space thing. Yeah. Uh, Beaver Creek, I think, is. <laughs> Good I feel like the perfect, like, because it's not too far. It's not too. It's big not too open and far and like Blood like, Gulch. Yeah, like and. But it has the same. It's the basic perfect design. like small arena fighting map in my opinion. And both is that yours? It's on your list. <laughs> oh, that's Whoa, funny. What do you uh, gotta say about Beaver Creek? <laughs> uh, and I love how the buildings, like they're both of them have different insides, and so it's not. And the, there's also the teleporter. Yeah, there's the teleporter, and, and it has then, the, the creek uh, in the in the center where yeah. underneath is the indiv- invisibility. Yeah, and, and then, then you have the rockets. arch over the top. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's really nice. It is really nice, and it's great, and I love it. And I remember whenever I played Halo in Halo Two, I would always try to play on those maps because those were the most fun. Was it in Halo? Didn't wasn't it introduced in two? Beaver Creek? No, yeah, I think no. it was in the first Halo. It's in the first one. It's oh. named something else. Creek. Yeah, it's something else. Battle Creek or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. It might not be two. It might be three. Because I think Zan, not Zanzibar. What's the Ascension? No. What's the one with the 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 teleporters the, and no the the moving thing in the middle for, from two. Oh, with the t- the it's like three pillars and there's and like the, the banshee yeah, on the yeah, other yeah, side. Yeah. I can't forget because I, I feel like that, that was their because their lockout was the blue area and mm-hmm. that was the new like small 
arena that everyone wanted to play on? Uh, Dance X, of course. The world. Played through it many, many times. It's just New York? No, you... You, you go to that's Shanghai. Why, that's why I've never yeah. been impressed with uh, future Deus Exes. Because it's all one location. Or just very few. And like the the more recent ones, just yeah, one location. While in the original one, you hopping all over the mm-hmm. world and finding very cool locations. Probably my favorite area in Deus Ex was Chinatown. Was it China or Shanghai? Chinatown, I believe. Okay. Maybe hmm. might have been Shanghai. I don't hmm. know, but a very cool, yeah, future uh, robot area in China. Yeah, it's like neo neo Asian. Mm. Yeah. So <laughs> obviously, I had to include a Halo map on this. I, I thought to myself, oh, you know, Zanzibar is really good. Uh-huh. Blood Gulch is great. Uh-huh. This is the name. Blood Gulch uh-huh. is is awesome. And then Andrew here sits here. And wax is poetic about Beaver Creek and how it's the perfect small multiplayer map and blah, 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 where you, sir, are incorrect. The best small Halo map is Lockout, which is the world's greatest multiplayer map of all time. So you over there. It's the blue. It's the blue one. It has the two. It has the towers that are facing the big, uh, the big square open area. And then to the right of that, there's like rockets and swords on a lot. Yeah. That is the great, it, because it, it, what's great on it is that there's multiple pockets and, and sections that you have, different and interesting battles and it uh-huh. builds verticality uh-huh. within it where also bringing that balance of having hallway fights mm-hmm. and like literally you could have like five if you you know you have 4v4 you can have eight different battles and very different where you could if you're in opposite towers you're having a battle rifle shootout you could be having a hallway battle to get the a sword. You can mm-hmm. have a hallway battle getting the shotgun. You have this weird L-shaped thing leading up to the second tower next to the teleporter mm-hmm. or the the grad lift on the the backside. It's the world's greatest multiplayer map of all time. It's it's okay. It is a uh, Halo 2's best. I will karate <laughs> chop you in the throat. It is my second pick. How dare you? Not I, even on I, my inter- I, honorable I, mentions, but I seriously can't remember. How that's interesting to me. Yeah. Like it is definitely this map I played the second most was Lockout, yeah, especially can't. with like Eric and Jonathan. And I'm like, when I see it, I'll probably like, yeah, oh yeah, yeah it's yeah, Lockout. You'll, you'll know I can, Like right now, all I can think of is Hang'em High, Blood Gulch, and Beaver Creek. And, and the, tele- it was, the sucky teleporter one. It was in Halo 2 was when it was introduced. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then it's been in them ever since, right? Did Halo 3 have uh, They have different versions of it. Do you still not remember ben, it? Ben uh, played Halo 1 multiplayer the most. Wow. And I... I there's the, tro- I kinda, there's I the tropical remember. inside area in I Halo I kind of remember that, and I thought it what's was the, okay. What's the name of that map? Where it's like inside, and it's like a tropical... Uh, and then there was this, <laughs> the sucky snow one that was so big. Oh, Side in Halo Winder. 1? Sidewinder, yeah. In yeah. Halo 1, yeah. yeah. All right, Andrew. Uh, Sanctuary from Diablo 4. Um, oh, I yeah. I love that map. It's an incredible map. Is map. Really cool. um, one of the reasons why I loved playing the game when I first went through it. And like, I've never seen it. Uh, I loved how it took the aspect of 
from the other games where you go to the individual areas, but like it was all seamless of like you didn't it wasn't instant areas that you went to. It's just all there. You can go to any point at any time. And I thought that was really cool of, you know, where, you know, getting to the desert was very different than the forest area, which was different than the swamp area, which is different from the mountain ice area. And like, I loved how all four of those were present and you could go to them at any time. I was trying to think of like, which map can I think of where it's just there in, in its entirety and it has different trains everywhere. Like, even Skyrim didn't have the level of difference in the terrain that Sanctuary has um, without having to travel, like, fast travel to a place. Hmm. I think I'd have to put in an honorable mentions Tristram. I didn't think of that, but that's, like, the most iconic Diablo area just because it was the only mm-hmm. area in Diablo 1 and the most like iconic theme song for yeah uh, the area hmm. I didn't really have any honorable I mean we kind of Zanzibar and like these different areas and everything like that but I had uh, Harvest Moon 64 ooh uh, the uh, Battlefield uh, 1 map where it's like the most iconic one where it's in the desert area and Ooh, there's like yeah, the repair yeah. train where system. Where uh, we're take to the skies. Yeah, take yeah. to the skies. <laughs> yeah, that one. That one's pretty hype there. Oh. Also had Oblivion and Skyrim just because okay, yeah. Bethesda Worlds, Dark Souls, Perfect Dark, and GoldenEye. Mm. Mm. Very iconic in 64 days maps that you play through a lot. For GoldenEye, I can only think of the one multiplayer map. The dam? The inside inside of it? No, it's like a bunch of corridors. Oh, yeah. And I just remember playing that one over and over again. Uh, I have Ancient Greece from Odyssey. Mm. I loved... (laughs) I I mean, mean, it's just My favorite map, Ancient Greece. Yeah. Uh, But the aspect of doing that island and then it's like... Oh, this island's pretty the, big. The beginning tutorial yeah. island, and then yeah. and then you leave it, and it's just like poof, explodes out open. You're like, oh, this is huge. Um, this is ancient Greece. Yeah, this is ancient Greece, and I 100 percent it, and that was a lot, and I spent a lot of time. I think, mm. yeah, I. Other than Skyrim and another game on here, it's the location I've probably spent the most time at in a video game. Um, Blood Gulch is on. Uh, yeah, yeah, so that's yeah. I think where it's the I've, best capture the flag map. In I've opinion. spent the yeah, most time in Blood Gulch, yeah. just dicking around yeah. with friends. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Pelican Town from Stardew Valley. Um, that's the the town you're in, um, and that's the second one I've spent that's, the most time that's, in. That's kind of like me with Stardew because yeah. I played Harvest Moon, Harvest Moon yeah. '64 because I played so much Harvest yeah. Moon '64 mm, yeah. when it first came out. Um, and then Animal Crossing, the first one, I think. The town from the first Animal Crossing is, um, in my opinion, the best. They haven't gotten better than that. Um, but you could make they, your own town in the island. And actually. Uh, and New Horizons is my least favorite Animal Crossing. So. Mm. Until next yeah. time. Come on. Suck uh-huh. it, Kevin. Yeah, suck it, Kevin. Yeah. <laughs>
map. Maps. I'm a map. I'm, I'm a the map. map. I'm a map. I'm a map. He's a map.